but Modus was putting out line after line after line. Well, it's interesting because it felt like from the outside looking in, it felt like Modus was doing all of the right things. Hey, welcome back to STS. On this show, we like to pick apart current events and reflect on past experiences. The both of us have been training parkour and coaching it for over a decade. And so we like to think that having conversations like this will help provide insight into the world of parkour that you might not hear anywhere else. In today's episode, we talked about Modus Projects closing down, what's gonna happen to those guys, the overwhelming amount of parkour videos that just dropped and some of our favorite picks, and also how there seems to be this culture shift in parkour right now where you can send stuff, get a little messy, but still be able to defend it. Please like, subscribe, and share this with a friend. And now, on to STS. Have you ever had to shovel snow? <laughs> Have I ever had to snow shovel snow? Yeah, I think I've shoveled a little bit of snow in my time. In your time? In my time. <laughs> um, yeah, because like currently the uh, this is this is more snow than than you've seen in yeah. Vancouver. Yeah, it's pretty wild actually. I was thinking about like getting a bit of snow and putting it in a glass and seeing if it actually melts while we're on camera here. <laughs> um, because it's cold in the office too. <laughs> yes, yeah, Get warmed up here. Yeah, the last time we actually had, I, I was reflecting on this with Gloria, the last time that it snowed this much was when I first started seeing her. Mm. And the reason I know is because I built her an igloo. Oh yeah, okay. And right. she's continued to ask me like year after year when she's gonna get another igloo, yeah. but it hasn't snowed enough. But it might happen. It might happen this this year. Although it's not the very like sticky kind. It's kind of powdery. It's really, really powdery. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't stick together at all. It needs to get wetter. But um, it doesn't make good snowballs. You know, I tried to throw mm -hmm. one at Caroline earlier, and it's just like dust. <laughs> <laughs> you ever face wash someone? <laughs> That's just you. You ever bully someone? <laughs> That's what you just told me. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I uh, received several and also have given okay. a fair right. amount. Yeah, yeah. It used to. I, we used to get pretty good snowfalls when I was a kid, because um, because building snow forts was like a big part of my childhood. Yeah, you were because you were telling me the other day, like since you've been in Vancouver, this is this is the most and the coldest it's been like this time yeah. of the year. Yeah, especially this early. Like I, it does. It doesn't usually start snowing until very late. December or usually January actually or, and then maybe like a late snow in February mm. but we are uh, we are in a very early snow year we are already snowed like in November right mm -hmm. which is so unusual so even yeah. though we live in Canada it's it's still weird because uh, we're lower Canada we're lower we're lower not only lower Canada but West Coast Canada which mm -hmm. is really just rainy winters it's true um, but Anyways, with the snow, uh, the gym is still open. Yep. Port Moody is closed. Nope. You know what's also closed? What's closed? The Modus Projects. Oh, no. Okay. Um, that's some pretty massive news in the parkour world. Uh, it actually sent ripples through mm -hmm. it. I actually, uh, so yesterday I, I told you I was wearing, I was wearing my Soul Destroyer shirt because yeah. we were going to do this yesterday. Why, why didn't we do this yesterday? We, we ran out just, of time. Yeah, that's what happened. Because we were trying to catch up on all the videos that we wanted to talk about today. Mm -hmm. um, but before we get into that, we do have a list. I don't even know. Whew. Uh, but yeah, Modus, uh, not a thing anymore. Lots to, lots to unpack there. Um, I guess the first thing is uh, just Giles in general. The, yeah. the saga of Giles, which he's been documenting you can go on what used to be vis-a-vis -vis productions visive visive uh, it's not really yeah it's not vi okay it's right. vi it was visive like that was child's like original like mm -hmm. production like video company and now it's basically uh now he kind of converted that channel to giles modus which was basically him in podcast form talking mm -hmm. about um kind of trying to build the brand in public, yeah. which was really interesting to see because he's talking about like all these different things that he's learned throughout um, his, ex uh, his experience running Modus. 
Um, but uh, he kind of started off that series with like, Modus is in trouble. Yeah. Like he was kind of sounding the alarm, like, oh no, like, this is, uh, like the, all the like everything is going wrong, and like Modus isn't selling as much as it used to, and it's not as cool of a brand anymore. It was really cool when Soul Destroyer came out, and then it's just kind of fizzled, uh, fizzled away over the years. Um, and do you think that's true? Do you think like when you think about Modus, do you think of it as being like a cool brand? Um, yeah, or... when when he started putting out those videos, I actually had a couple of, of DMs with Giles. And one of the things I told him was actually it is the most worn brand at the gym. Yeah. Out of all, I see more Modus than I see Storer, than I see Farang, than I see Tempest. I see mostly people wearing Modus Projects uh, apparel. So from the outside looking in, you know, one would think, oh, they're probably doing, I think we'd actually mentioned that between us before too, that, that we kind of assumed that they were the clothing brand that was killing it the most, maybe outside of store, because uh, store just with their, with their following alone, one could assume that they're probably selling out easier. But Modus was putting out line after line after line well, it's interesting because it felt like from the outside looking in, it felt like Modus was doing all of the right things. Yeah. Right. They the the one the the one thing they weren't doing, which was which was uh, putting out regular content the same way Store was, because content is kind of what is the main marketing driver towards like making your brand look cool. Um, but even then, when when they did put out content, it was always cool and interesting to watch. They started the whole like workshop thing where they actually rented out and kind of took control over the uh, production of like printing a lot of the shirts that they were making, um, which was an interesting move. And they were like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna like make videos in the workshop too." And like that was like, "Okay, yeah, this is like turning into like a brand that I want to follow and be interested in." And uh, as kind of like a spectator on the outside. Mm -hmm. um, but I guess the, the sales weren't really backing it up and maybe that's, I mean, I, we can speculate well, as to what's- Those are, those that are what some big expenses. Yeah, rent. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's huge. I can't um, think of another, well other than, so like Tempest has spaces and things, offices and whatnot, but they also have gyms and they also have stunt money, you know, so like, that brand can sustain renting spaces. But as far as I know, even store doesn't have like an HQ. Yeah, and, I don't know. And I can't think I can't think of actually any brand other than a gym brand that has an HQ because a gym brand is just like, well, it's like this, you know, we have an office, but the office is just an extension of the gym. Yeah. <laughs> so it's all looped in together and the gym pays the bills for for renting an office. So that was like, that was like a, I, I remember when that happened too. And I was like, whoa, that's, it's a big move. You know, and again, it, but it just, it fuels this, this idea that, oh, they must be killing it if they're making that move. But, yeah. And uh, they, they had the most legit podcast set up. Like they mm -hmm. had like a whole podcast studio where it mm -hmm. felt like they were doing, it just felt like they were doing all the right things yeah. and, and creating a cult, like a, a brand culture. Mm -hmm. And turns out. It wasn't going so well, um, yeah. and we don't really know all of the insider details of that because Giles wasn't. He's been transparent about it, but he was. He's not telling you like detailed like, oh, like this month we uh, we were in the negative or mm -hmm. whatever, whatever. But I'm sure it was a really big challenge. Plus, I guess another big part of it too was he kind of started with this base team of athletes, and then over time they kind of just started going off and doing their own thing um, or just kind of peeling away from the brand. And it kind of just now ultimately just kind of became Keelan. And now Bloggy, who was not even a part of the original core team. Um, and so we're, and I think largely that's, that's due to like, he's not able to pay the athletes to like be mm -hmm. a part of the brand and like be promoting Modus, even though that was initially what made Modus cool, mm -hmm. right? It wasn't like, if it wasn't for having that initial team of athletes and doing the tour, the US tour, Spitting in the Wind, and 
um, and the the Origins project. What what was that called? Uh, Modus Origins or I don't know. I anyway, was too, I was they too went triggered to. to... <laughs> <laughs> they went to uh, Lise in France, mm. where like the birthplace mm -hmm. of parkour to like bring like uh, the new. Yeah, yeah, I remember. They brought that, yeah. the new school mm -hmm. athletes to the old world. Uh, mm -hmm. environment uh, where parkour was founded and kind of made a video around it and those were like really cool and interesting because you get to see like again from the outside perspective it was like oh like this is really this is this is a cool brand because um we've got like this is all about like the up-and-coming athletes and kind of and then each of those athletes ended up becoming a bigger name in parkour as a result of modus mm -hmm. but also Modus was bolstered up because of those individual athletes. So it was like kind of a synergistic effect. But again, over the course of time, they all just kind of peeled away and did their own thing. Mm -hmm. um, and largely, I think, because Modus was no longer giving them extra, like, it, they, what, they weren't getting additional following as a result of being part of Modus. They were just, they already had a huge following now. And it's like, okay, now I'm just going to go do my own thing. Yeah. So... That's a lot of, well, that's part of what, what Modus was and, and kind of what was happening, which, which in itself is a lot to cover. Like if we wanted to just talk about and, and reminisce about what the brand meant. But I actually, I'm, I'm really interested on what's, what's happening now, which is kind of almost like an acquisition but but that wasn't the plan. So Storer was looking for a Giles. They were looking for someone to essentially take over the clothing side of the business. And they actually had a social media post about it. And Giles put in uh, his his channel, he put that he had actually called Drew that day to to pose the idea, like what if it was, you know, it was me and uh, that sounded ideal and so uh, i believe he's take uh, keelan is is doing some of the store edits and so he's going to be joining on as well and i guess bloggy is also coming along for the ride so it all kind of is seeming to work out but it but it's kind of interesting because for me it, it feels like it feels like an acquisition it feels like store is buying modus because that's that's actually what's happening. Like, like that's that's when you when you really break it down. Is it, no, like, it's just, not. Let me let me let me let me let me let me let me, let me try this here because because you have a brand where it's like okay, you have two brands, right? Um, one brand is three people. Yeah. Right. And they're working together and they have their thing, and then the other brand is acquiring those three people and they're shutting down Modus. So that's an acquisition, but but it's not. But it's not it's like the not, plan was not an acquisition. It's not. But here, here, <laughs> let me frame it differently, though. Okay. So here's here's the thing. It's not an acquisition. Literally, Giles and the other two, Bloggy and Keelan, mm -hmm. are basically just being hired by Store, and they're shutting down shop at Modus. Mm -hmm. If it was an acquisition, it like let's kind of reframe it in in terms of the business, into mm -hmm. terms of the gym business, right? Okay, Tempest Free Running is like, hey, we need somebody to run one of our facilities. Mm -hmm. and, then and then you're like, mm, yeah, Origins maybe isn't doing super well right now. Maybe I should go, oh, you know what? I might be the perfect person for this because I, I am like, you know, I know what I'm doing here at Origins, whatever. So then you decide to shut down Origins yeah. and then move to LA and work at one of the Tempest gyms. Yeah, I guess it's gym. only an acquisition if they kept the office exactly. and the rent. Yeah, exactly. Okay. If they keep okay. the office and the mm -hmm. rent and maybe even the brand of Modus um, mm -hmm. as like maybe like a sub-brand of Storer, mm -hmm. that would be an acquisition. Yeah. Um, so it's only an acquisition of, of staff then really. Exactly. Um, yeah. So, um, and it's, it's funny, I, I, uh, I, I know you're not on Twitter, but I, I've saw... I've, I've been meaning to be on Twitter. I don't, it's not I've worth been, it. Don't do no, it. No, no, I just, I, I, <laughs> I always want, you know, throughout the day I keep having, this is a quick aside, I, I always have just uh, words <laughs> that I, that I want to put out there in terms of parkour mm -hmm. on a day-to-day. -day. I was like, I should just start putting like little farts on Twitter of like little <laughs> ideas I have and just, just see what happens. Yeah. Um, so Giles posted like uh, the, apparently the best way to have like a great 
like great sales is to close down your business <laughs> because <laughs> oh yeah because yeah. Uh, like yeah I mean they've sold out of like a bunch of their like existing mm. stock and then they created new yeah. stock that's you see that basically hoodie they have yeah that hoodie looks dope the 2019 to 20 <laughs> yeah. or yeah 2022 yeah. Or, or whatever uh, like kind of marking the start and end date of Modus which is. Um, it's cool, and I mean, I was talking to a kid like yesterday, and he was like, "Oh yeah, I bought a, a Modus sweater or whatever because it was cool." Um, but it's like, yeah, like <laughs> I, I I I replied to Giles' tweet, and I said, "Would have been a good April Fool's move." Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you get all the sales yeah. and be like, "Hey, J.K., we're good." <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, so. <laughs> I do have a confession to make about Modus. I love Modus. I loved what they did. I thought they were like such a cool brand. Mm. Um, <laughs> I absolutely hated their original logo. Oh, me too. Yeah, I wasn't about it. Sorry. Although, for for the sake of taste for people, a lot of I, I have heard that people really liked it. Right. Um, I I got what it was like the. It, sort of parkour side of it. It just looked like a weird tic-tac-toe thing. And it, yeah, it wasn't. It's like the circle with mm -hmm. a line through mm -hmm. it and then two other lines above yeah. and below, right? Mm -hmm. And what do you know what that was supposed to represent? I'm assuming, I, I have an assumption. I thought it was over, under, through. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Yeah. Which is a cool concept, but it just looked really. You know who did that first? Uh, yes. K-Swiss? Yes. Woo! That, that's actually a dope uh, graphic. Uh, that they did because it, it had a bit of a turn in it, but mm -hmm. they did it looked like a knot But I, I thought that was a nicely done idea of the over under through the yeah. case you know was with the Ariaki back in the it day. It ain't no glyph. Let me tell mm. you that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I was happy to see that Modus kind of got away from that in the later years and they just kind of like Yeah, some people hated that though. Some yeah, people, uh, some and, people and hated. it's it's not it's that's that's not a really cool logo either, but it's better than the the circle with lines. Well, I don't know. It's like, is this a cool logo? I don't know. I've drawn this one over so many times. They can't see I... it. Show it off. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's cool anymore. Well, how old is that it. logo? And not not including the not revisions. This, yeah, not this revision of it, but it's it's uh, fifteen years. Fifteen years old. All right. Mm -hmm. Maybe time for an update. The Origins Whoops. projects. <laughs> <laughs> On the topic of logos, Gloria mentioned this to me before that uh, like she likes that I have a logo that is you know representative of what you're what you're doing or what the business is. Like you walk up to a storefront and you see a guy going, <laughs> and it's like okay, this is some sort of action thing or whatever. Because uh, she dislikes that the world has moved towards just fonts and words. Yeah. So a lot of logos aren't even logos. It's just a font and the name of the business. Whereas in the olden day, like you wanted to go get some shoes, you you know walk down the street and you see like a boot. Yeah. <laughs> and that's where you get your shoes from. You want to go lift weights, you might see a dumbbell somewhere or something. So um, I, I, I think that's cool. I think having like symbols and images, uh, I prefer that over words and text. But there's also, I, I'm sure there's, <laughs> I'm not going to try to think of them now, but I'm sure there's a lot of brands where just the, the font and the word alone is uh, very recognizable of the brand. Mm -hmm. So with, uh, so now with, with Modus closing, mm -hmm. Um, they are going to store. Um, do you, how, what do you think of that move in general? It's interesting because on one hand, you have Giles who has worked with them before. They kind of know what they're getting into. But if he just failed more or less a company, and I'm so sorry Giles, about this, but I'm just thinking if, if, it, if it were me and I'm hiring someone and like they're, they're the one who's failing right now, I think he has enough qualities and has learned enough that those mistakes won't be made again. Plus, he's only in charge of the clothing mm -hmm. department, not the brand overall. 
So it's probably a great move. Uh, initially, when I heard it, I thought this means store is going to have some cool clothing finally. <laughs> I, yeah. Um, I, so outside of the whole like, oh, like Giles failed modus, I think that's, I think that's a, the wrong way to, to look at it. I think he could have continued running modus and maybe in five years time like kind of pulled it into the right direction um even though but we don't know that um mm. but i think now that he has a lot of the mistakes he's basically able to bury the mistakes of modus and kind of start anew with store and now he's got a fresh template to work with and he's now learned so much about e-commerce about mm. creating um uh you know, emails to like convert customers. He's learned so much about uh, like marketing and 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 uh, and also the clothing production side of things that it makes a lot of sense for him to move. And I think it's going to be a, it's going to end up turning store into mm -hmm. more of a juggernaut well, than they are. Another are. way of framing it is, uh, I again, I, I um, I've had some DMs with Giles in the last year, and I, I said, you know, I I failed a lot too. And I lost a ton of money and went really far into debt with Origins, doing a lot of the same mistakes, just legacy moves that, um, that Giles did. And I came out of it, but I'm on, I'm on year 10. Yeah. Modus is on, what was it, year five-ish? We'll just say five. We'll say five. Maybe more. Well, four. Four, I think. Um, so and change maybe. So you know he could, and he was he had the right attitude about it, and it's very likely that you know they could have crawled out of it. So so even though I'm you know I'm saying it's a failure, I'm also accepting like I've been a failure, and I think that's okay to be that because you can still turn things around to a success. And the difference is, if five years ago, which was actually when I was at Origins, was at a very um, much a low, if someone had come in with an injection of capital, that would have fixed everything. And essentially that's like what, what Modus needed. They needed, if they had an injection of capital, that, that could have fixed Sorry, everything. Sorry, you said year four? For, for, for yeah. uh, I would say like year five, year six. Year five, year was, six. See, so I actually kind of disagree. With? With what you just said there, of like that would have fixed everything. Because here's well, not, my here's my rationale. No, no, here's my rationale. It's like mm -hmm. because now from year six to year ten, mm -hmm. you've learned so much more about how to like make the business more efficient Correct. that you maybe wouldn't have learned if you just had the like yeah well, somebody come in and I think fix when I the say, mistakes. When I before. say injection of capital, I also mean like I don't know. I guess I guess when I say that, I mean like some sort of partner would have to come yeah. in. You know, someone Somebody who knew knew how to operate someone who's a, yeah a bit more of a, a bit more of an operator, not someone that does, knows a lot about stuff about parkour, but knows a lot of stuff about uh, business things that I had to correct. Um, but yeah, we did it. We got through. Things are good now. <laughs> See, it's like now mm -hmm. if somebody came in with a big injection of capital, I think it would be it would be able to scale and kind of create yeah. create a big a bigger opportunity. But I think it was, it's good that that didn't happen because ultimately mm -hmm. like, we've shifted the trajectory of where Origins Yeah, so I guess, I guess for Giles as, um, for growth, I wonder if this move is, is good or bad for his growth as, a, as an entrepreneur. Hey, sorry for the interruption. We hope you're getting some value out of the conversation and hearing things that you might not hear anywhere else. We also demonetize these videos so you won't get any ad interruptions, but it would help us out a ton if you actually shared it. So if whether you're listening to this on YouTube or it's a podcast, please drop us a like, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and please share it. Without further ado, let's get back into today's episode. So I haven't listened to their most, they just released like their own, their like last, Modus project uh, or podcast. Oh, really? So, man, I feel like we've been trying to record this week and it's just like every day there's new stuff yeah, happening. It's, <laughs> it's impossible to stay up top. But yeah. so I haven't listened to it yet. Um, but he was alluding to in his uh, in his Giles Modus, like, like hey, I'm, jo I'm shutting down my brand of joint store mm -hmm. video. He was alluding to the fact that Modus might not be completely done and he might 
be able to come back with modus in some fashion, maybe mm. not clothing, but like be a cultural brand in some capacity later on. He hinted at it. He didn't, he's not saying for sure, but he's like, yeah, I have some ideas of how to do something that wouldn't necessarily be a conflict of mm -hmm. interest with Storer. So well, I don't know, we'll, we'll see what happens, but I think this is ultimately a good thing for him. It maybe will provide an, an additional avenue for him to grow because now he's no longer concerned about like, is Modus going to stay alive this month? And he gets to just kind of play around mm -hmm. and kind of maybe do other uh, or take other risks that maybe because he, he, he has access to like a bigger, uh, a bigger brand to work with. I don't know. We'll see. Only time will tell. I think it's cool that Bloggy and Keelan are coming with him because mm -hmm. Storer for sure needs editors. They definitely need... Um, somebody to like make the clothing and bloggy seems to be go doing good things in terms of design. Mm -hmm. um, what I'm really curious about is a lot of the projects that Modus had in store for over the course of the next year mm -hmm. plus, what's gonna come of those? Yeah. Because we know bloggy was working on some clothing that we ha hasn't seen the light of day yet. Um, is that just going to become store? Or are they just throwing that out the window? Mm. We don't really know that yet. Um, and I think Keelan was working on edits and stuff. Mm. So I think that might, some of it might just be, yeah, be dead. Yeah, I think I think overall it's it's it is good for growth for for all three of them uh, because they were even though like I'm saying you you have and you're talking about just my, myself in general how you get to a point where you're failing and you, in order to crawl out of that, you have to grow. Mm -hmm. And they were starting to crawl out of that. And I think they, they probably experienced enough of that period of having to be creative, having to work extra, having, you know, all the things that come with like, okay, we got to get out of this situation. They were in that state. And yeah, they were probably in that state for long enough that they, they had some growth and were starting to plan a way out. And now they get a reset, essentially, yeah. with, with Store. And Store gets a reset. Uh, and like I said, I you know, it's, it's funny because like, I, uh, I tried to purchase a shirt from Store one time. <laughs> I, was, I, was, uh, I, think it was, I think it was last year. I was trying to purchase some clothing for Store and I was only really interested in just the basic like store because because I do like store as a brand I would like to be able to rep it and so like I wanted to get just their basic t-shirt sold out so <laughs> so I have yet to actually purchase anything online from from store because some other stuff is a little a little out there for me I'm not really much into the vests or like the patchwork sweats or like the the football jerseys Soccer jerseys. Yeah, no, like those aren't too bad. I just, I don't know. I, nothing's really. Yeah, but I couldn't see you wearing yeah. that. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe, I don't know. Maybe yeah. one day you'll show up wearing one. Yeah. But I, like, I, I've always felt that that store isn't doing enough of street culture brand. Yeah, you have said this a number of times. Um, and mm -hmm. like, like all the cavemen stuff. I don't know if mm -hmm. you follow their. Yeah, you showed me. Yeah. So, so the cave brothers have like an alternative account on Instagram called cavemen but it's like spelled weird but well it's just because it's spelled with like numbers and stuff but mm. cavemen uh they have like some really interesting like art pieces that i think would make awesome clothing um if if they if store decided to kind of delve a little bit deeper into like the street culture side of parkour and not just like store or sport um which you know that's an interesting like side of things, but it's not like, I don't think most, most parkour people aren't like into soccer mm -hmm. or football, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. Most parkour people aren't into soccer, so like they're not going to want to buy like a soccer jersey that says store on it. So I like, personally, I would rather see like a cool, like graffiti-esque art piece like on a shirt. Which is a little more modus. Which is way more modus, yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's what, that's what I'm thinking. Um, could be a good, interesting, uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Symbiosis mm. between the, the new, the, the Modus team kind of joining in as store members or st the store clothing members or whatever you mm. want to call them. 
because they're not store members, you know? Yeah. Because it's the seven, right? It can, yeah. You can't add more. <laughs> um, or maybe you can. I don't know. What's the future for store? I, you know, I've been thinking about that too, where it's like a lot of the uh, OG members of store, well, store itself, they are, they, some of them may only have a handful of years left to be like peak performance. Mm-hmm. You know, may, maybe one year for some of them, maybe to, you know what I mean? And I wonder at what point if they if they think about having to pass that there's going to be like a new team store eventually where it's just like yeah. an entirely new roster or like if they're gym. like us and they just keep trying to make videos <laughs> well so here's the question i have is like does store need to be uh top level athletes mm. have they established themselves enough as a team of personalities to continue to make content even outside of like doing really cool parkour. I could see them partnering, like they they have done videos with Fat, for example, mm. and I could see that becoming a thing where, you know, you get a Callum and a Benj and a Drew and a Toby who are like in their late 30s and who knows what's gonna happen to them. You know, I, well, I, wish, I wish them the best, I wish no, yeah. nothing ill happens to any of them in terms of terms of health or well-being but you know let's say they get to the point where they can't perform anymore they might just be like hosting and filming and bringing it and reacting to younger athletes sure. yeah i think that's one possible avenue mm. but they've already started to do content that's like not really super mm. like parkour heavy it's like parkour versus climbing like who can hold on longer and it's like that doesn't require you having to do super hard and scary jumps uh, i didn't watch that video so i don't know maybe in the video they also do hard and scary jumps but same thing with like parkour versus bmx they're just kind of trying to go up this thing yeah so like or, or like stuck in quicksand mm-hmm. you know like there's they've done a bunch of content that isn't explicitly high level parkour and i think we're gonna see uh we're gonna see more of that in their future and hopefully we still continue to see high-level parkour. Yeah, I almost it almost bums me out. Um, well, actually, no, it does. I I like the uh, you know street rap videos. I like. I love the, them. Yeah, I I really love them. I like the uh, traveling places and and doing parkour. I don't click on any of the who can hold on the longest and stuff. Yeah. And maybe I'm missing out. Uh, you know, and apologies to the store guys if I'm not really giving you guys a good shot on it, because maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm missing out, but I I do appreciate store for their parkour. And yeah, and, and well, and that comes to the question like, what is their audience? Is their audience mm-hmm. you, or is their audience no, definitely not somebody else? <laughs> like probably a younger mm-hmm. audience who's more likely to click on the YouTube algorithm. Mm-hmm. So but, what happens to I, I do want to say yeah. what happens to the rest because we've talked about kind of the core three of Modus. So a couple of other things have happened. Uh, Hazel is now on on YouTube. Yeah. And I don't know if that was a, well, we're closing down Modus, and so no orders are going to be happening anymore, so we can't sell this. Do we just put it up on YouTube? I, I don't know what Yeah, to, so, so I think also, think like, they have, like, um, you know, they have a portal, basically, where you can access your paid content. So mm-hmm. Hazel, but also Soul Destroyer and Soul are all paid content like digital products that they sold through Modus. And so I, I imagine the Modus Projects website is going to essentially be shut down. So they need to have, like, because people paid for the content, they need to have access to it. So uh, so they're probably just, they're just putting it up for free on, on YouTube. And at this point, I think sales for all of those things have probably slowed down. Maybe Hazel mm. is the one exception. Uh, well, it was probably slowed down, but maybe they're still making sales on Hazel, but really slowly. So they're just throwing everything up on, on YouTube for free. Um, and so uh, I don't have a problem with it, personally. Um, I don't know if anybody else does where they're like, oh, well, I paid for this, and why is it up for yeah. free? But I don't really care. I think it's good that the athletes got paid and they were able to make some, uh, you know, turn their art piece into a, uh, into a revenue-generating product um do you have a problem with it no like as and as someone that that paid for it i'm i'm okay with it it feels a little weird 
but I also get it. It's just, it, I guess it just feels weird because there was no real notice for it other than that Modus is closing. And so it, it makes sense on that front. Uh, and I think it's good that basically Ethan and uh, you're gonna have to what's what's his name that Noah. filmed it Noah. Uh, it's 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 very cool that, that they're just gonna get more more eyeballs on on the work they put in. Yeah, I mean, I talked to a kid yesterday who was like, "Oh, I finally watched Hazel because it was put up for free," <laughs> and uh, um, I was trying to convince him to pay for it like when it first came out, but he was like, "Oh yeah," he's like, "Is it worth it?" And I was like, "Yeah, so I found it was worth it," mm -hmm. and uh, I guess he never did. But mm -hmm. I tried, I tried Ethan and Noah. Tried to get the kids to pay. Um, but I think also a part of that move is they wanted to, this is my, this is a total assumption, but they wanted to get it onto YouTube for free mm. in time for store awards. Okay. Which they might, like store might already be considering Hazel, mm -hmm. but it, if it's behind a paywall, maybe mm -hmm. there's like a. Maybe there's a stipulation. Maybe there's a stipulation mm. or maybe they wouldn't consider it or who knows, mm. but. But um, Store Awards is coming up. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if you wanted to talk a little bit more yeah, about Yeah, we can that. jump around here. We got a bunch of things to talk so about. So the Store Awards is coming mm -hmm. out and mm -hmm. a ton of videos have been released re uh, yeah. towards, towards the end of the year. I am overwhelmed. I am very overwhelmed as well. Now here's the question. Is this a typical end of year video dump that we're seeing from everybody? Or is this an unusual year in terms of edits that are coming out, and do you think, sorry, this multi-part yeah. question, do you think this is a result of Store and the Store Awards? I think it is 100% a result of Store and the Store Awards. And I, I, have, some, <laughs> I have some questions, particularly relating to the, the prize money, because I, I do, do you know this quick thing? But I, but I think it's, it's 100% a result of, of the store awards that uh, we have people that are saving clips more, putting out year edits, and including in those year edits things that they haven't posted before, and all just kind of down to the down to the wire, especially to to get them out. So so yes, hundred percent due to the store awards. I don't think we would be seeing the same number of videos at all. This is very unusual. I think it's 80%. 80% to store awards. I think, yeah, it's largely driven by that. I also think there's a cultural shift that's happening in parkour, and maybe it is very much due to store, mm -hmm. but of like this whole like, hey, we have this problem with Instagram, and like it's almost like an addiction. Let's, can mm -hmm. we, can we make, can we go back to making art again instead of just getting you know, clip, 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 clip dumps. Um, and I, I think last year and the previous few years, we've seen Instagram compilations coming up at the end of the year, but this is, this is the first year in a really long time, if not the first year ever, where we're starting to see like individual people edits coming mm -hmm. out of like, this is me showcasing what I did over the last yeah. year. The reason so. I, so when I say 100%, I mean the, the, the videos that came out this month leading up right up to the end of the year for store awards. Um, yes, like some of it, some of the people that are putting out videos, I think it is what, what you're saying, but I think just the time mm -hmm. being like, we're gonna do it, basically collect clips until, <laughs> right up until the point uh, is 100%. Yeah, I think store awards for, for, for especially just, just to get in for like video of the year or one man army or, I, I don't know. I, I can't remember the categories. There's a bunch of them. I don't well, know if they're so the same ones I Here's the thing, though, is the video isn't, like, that's only one category. Or, like, maybe there's mm -hmm. two categories of, like, YouTube There's edit, a bunch of athlete categories. But there's definitely a bunch of athlete mm -hmm. categories that are, like, um, who put out content in a way that made it, like, even if it was just Instagram. Like, mm -hmm. it, like and they're, they're going to end up winning for, you know, Joe Skander winning, like, uh, uh, what was it? Mad Scientist Award last year yeah. or whatever. And that, that's not because he put out a video. That's because mm -hmm. he's just been consistent with content on, on Instagram. Um, and I guess other places as well. Yeah, but. and I guess, I guess like the, the feeling for me is, is I would have preferred it if, if this happened throughout the year. Because um, we just started this thing and I said, I said, I'm overwhelmed. It's too many videos. 
it's too many videos for me at one time. I'm not. We're, we're I'm being not really, we're being overwhelmed by the content gods. Yeah. We're not no longer blessed. Mm -hmm. We're uh, we're overwhelmed to the point where it's hard to keep up. Because what's gonna happen? I'm thinking like we're still gonna see some of these. Because because again, you like you said, you don't think it's 100% store awards. So that means we're probably gonna see some year enders and stuff from people that are that are a bit late. You know, coming going into January. But what's in February? Like we're, I bet you, we're not going to be seeing. Yeah, we're probably not going to see much man. over the course of the next few months. Mm -hmm. um, uh, maybe right, maybe before January. Yeah, I, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not expecting anything really coming out of the parkour world over winter, basically. Mm -hmm. um, so, um, what's the, what's the list we have? So, we, so we've already talked about mm -hmm. Hazel. We talked about Capstone. We talked about Mind the Gap. We talked about Valtteri's video. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I see, I'm almost, the ones that we've already talked about in, in previous uh, podcasts, I've already forgotten about because of just the... Because so, there's more, yeah. So we have a short list here of just things that have come out in the last week. And I think even as we're recording this today, I think there was another drop. But we have Denister put out Continuing Progress. Guy put out Mucho Relaxo. <laughs> Matt McCreary put out Squiggles. Lisa Schneider did a year recap, which I think is mostly repost, but uh, all over the place. Lisa Eckert put out Off Access. Rachel Go put out Red. And then Pariah Clan put out Flinging Muck. And is there anything, because this was like our list yesterday, but I don't know if in the last like 24 hours yeah. if anything else has dropped. Yeah, so um, probably, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, that's a lot of videos to come out basically in over the course of like one week or so. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, it is pretty overwhelming. Um, let's just kind of like take that list. So we had se uh, seven videos. Mm -hmm. um, since since last, this isn't a week. This is since like we last recorded a yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> uh, what are what are your standout videos? Ooh, uh, I'm gonna go with Matt McCreary, Squiggles, and I'm also gonna go with. Ooh, I wanted to. You know what? Yeah, Lisa Lisa Eckert. I think had the. I don't know if I'm saying that last name right, but. I just think in terms of edit and overall feel of video, uh, I was. I also. I'll just mention too. Like Lisa Schneider also has a had a great had a great video. I just. I just really like the edit. Uh, the for, the style in Lisa Eckert's video mm -hmm. was really cool. Yeah. Um, it just felt. I was. I was. I really enjoyed you were it, the watch. With it. I really. Yeah. The really term felt, is vibe. Yeah. It's called vibing. I was really vibing with um, Lisa Eckert's video, uh, but Lisa Schneider's was just very impressive, and and I think we we were talking about yesterday, and you're saying you know she really established herself as um, uh, as a powerhouse right now. Yeah, she's got some big jumping ability mm -hmm. and good control. Um, the interesting thing about Lisa Schneider's video is that it was blocked in Canada, so we couldn't watch it. We had to download a VPN to actually watch. Yeah. Lisa can't even Schneider's can't video. even share a link with you. So so I guess I you know I also wonder where else if it's blocked here, where else is it blocked? I mm. wonder if it was blocked in the U.S. or yeah, um, it's clearly not in the U.K. because I used a U.K. VPN mm -hmm. <laughs> to watch it. Uh, but yeah, I wonder where else it's blocked. I can't it, remember this ever It's unfortunate because it really, it really like impacts her her reach with her yeah. video. So it's it's un, it's really unfortunate because like she's not going to get many views on it. If especially if I mean if it's just Canada, it's not a big deal. But if it's other places, it could be huge. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, uh, going back to Matt McCreary, that was pro that's definitely my favorite out of the ones that we listed. The, out of mm -hmm. the seven we just listed, um, and. In the running for like maybe my favorite video of the year. Yeah, that's a, I, I'd like to visit that topic next week. Yeah, because <laughs> we got we got store awards. Uh, I don't know when they're gonna drop it, but next week is gonna be, I think, our last STS of the year. Yeah, and so I think I think next week we can visit the. The, okay. Oh, you know, because I want to give it. I want to give it some time yeah, to yeah. marinate. Well, I have to like rewatch some of them to like 
Yeah. See, to, like, I mean, Capstone, Capstone, obviously, like, it's grown mm -hmm. on me more and more, and that could that could end mm -hmm. up being my favorite video of the year. But, but man, Matt's that got so much style. Yeah, it's there, wild. there also might be some other solo projects that I'm just that, that actually came out in the calendar year that we're just not thinking of right now. That's true. So, so I do want to <laughs> dive holes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's this one. It's one with this. Uh, Guy who's Matt McCreary number doing two. Some different things. <laughs> yeah. So so on the topic of, of Matt McCreary and Squiggles, uh, what what's this? So other than so the fact that he yeah, yeah <laughs> go ahead. All right. So so yeah. Tell me tell me more. Oh, he does he does really hard things, mm -hmm. but he does them really artfully in lines. Mm -hmm. So it's like you don't even really get to understand how hard what he just did was because he's already moving into the next move <laughs> and doing it so smoothly and well. And even when he falls, it's beautiful. It's like, just like kind of like not quite making the rotation or whatever, but he still makes it out. Um, he's doing things that nobody else does, like in terms of the creativity of the movements he chooses. But not only that, he chooses to do them in really unique spots. And so he's got this whole, like, he's got the creative movement. He's got a completely different vision for how, like, movement works. He does really hard things, but he interacts with the environment, and that is what makes Squiggles such a cool video, and I loved it. Yeah. The, the word that stands out in my head is rewatch. Definitely has rewatch value. That it, it well, more than anything I've seen this year. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's because of well, he's he's known as the unique creative guy, and I think sometimes with his Instagram posting, for me, sometimes it's to a fault. Sometimes I think there's stuff that I that he posts where I'm like, this is incredible, and other times I'm like, oh, that was just kind of silly, and I'm not really into it as much. But uh, this video was packed with things that were clearly very difficult. Um, they also checks off that. You know, checks off the difficulty, checks off the creativity, also checks off the the looking cool, which is <laughs> which is a big part of uh, what what I look for in in parkour. Is I'm not a big fan as I've coined uh, geek parkour, right? Mm. I'm not a big fan of geek parkour where you're just you know doing stuff low to the ground that you know just kind of looks kind of looks lame. <laughs> um, I'm not I'm not as as big a fan of that, but uh, everything in this video just just looked really cool, and there's just so many unique things, and and that's what's going to give it, I think, so much so much rewatch. It's a it's a it actually takes me back to the pre 2010 era where someone would release a video, and it was a video to be studied. You know, they would yeah. they would put out a drop, and you'd have to watch it a bunch of times just 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 to see like exactly what what they were doing, and that. Um, there hasn't, for me, really been a video like that in, in some time. Yeah, I mean, it's, the, man, it's the perfect length. Like, it's not too mm -hmm. long. Um, and that's all, that also feeds into the whole rewatch value. It's like, oh, I can watch this again real quick because it was, um, it was packed full of stuff and there wasn't too much B-roll and there wasn't, too, you know, it, it felt like, the lines were like you know interesting to watch enough to rewind real quick and go back and rewatch that line. Mm -hmm. um, I uh, I actually wanted to talk about Guy's mm. video because I actually felt a little bit the opposite there with Matt's video, where I felt like it was a bit too long and it was kind of had a slow start, but over the course of watching it, you start to like realize this guy is going huge. Yeah. And he's doing really hard stuff, and it's very, um, very uh, a stark contrast to Matt's video mm. in that their styles are so different. You have Matt on the one hand who's doing really creative, interesting, like beautiful lines, and then you have Guy on the other hand doing really big, more traditional parkour. Mm. Well. To be fair, though, and one thing I, I just want to mention again for for um, Matt McCreary's video is that he there are some big sends in there. Oh yeah, that are, yeah. That are I, not really uncharacteristic of him, but not really what he's he's known for. What you see on Instagram a lot, and probably because he was saving those things. But also not a not a ton of traditional parts. Yeah, he's not 
doing the fat drop prees. Yeah. He's doing the fat dives. He's doing the fat dive over stuff, but he's not doing, uh, yeah, just like the take impact on your feet. <laughs> yeah. Sort of stuff. Um, and Guy had some of those in there. Oh, yeah. Actually, yeah. many of those. And there was some... Oh, some some really like amazing sends that he had in the video. Mm. I actually just wish it was shorter and mm. took me into the video quicker. Yeah, um, that's my one criticism of it. But I thought it was a great video. Other than mm. that, I almost put Guy's video in the same category as Dennister's, where yeah, they are a bit harder. They were a bit harder for me to appreciate right away because they're following capstone and so you know you have a capstone video where it's like, okay we're gonna take some of the best in the world for taking the drops and doing the big gaps and things like that uh, and really pushing pushing the boundaries and we're gonna put out this project and then you have Guy who who's someone that could be in that should should and could be in that project uh, who doesn't have the same uh, capacity for an edit or filming or anything like that. Like there were some things about the edit it where, was, like you said, it went yeah. a bit long. There's some replays in there where I'm like, okay, I've seen it and it's the same angle again and again. That's a little weird. But yeah, overall it was, um, I think I've given it two watches now and, and um, yeah, he's definitely like a really special talent. It's just not like the greatest video. To really even and I think I think even also some of the angles and stuff there there could have been better like better selection for that sort of thing to show it. And then you have Dennister, who I think the only fault is really is like he he just doesn't have the spots with like the crazy heights and things, you know, like some yeah. of the some of the bigger jumps are like a little bit close to the ground and stuff. The one thing I will say for him is it is 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 the the title is perfect and it's very key to him. He's a He's another special guy who's just been continuing to um, pretty much on his own push himself and, and, and progress. So I think we can consider Dennister's mm -hmm. continuing prog progress to be a sequel mm -hmm. to creating progress. Is that, was that another video title he had? I think so. Okay. And so they're both... They're both CP, mm -hmm. which is his actual name. <laughs> so I don't know I if didn't. you caught this. So yeah. this is yeah. So this is so Dennister. Um, that's his handle on both Instagram and mm -hmm. YouTube. But his name is CP, or which is like Ko Chen Pin is his real name remember. or something like that. <laughs> um, but he goes by CP typically. Mm -hmm. um, but his handle on on social media is Dennister. So, uh, but continue progress. Creating progress, CP. That's uh, I think it's a it's I'm a have cool to go back and watch. It's a cool line of yeah. uh, of of uh, like you know kind of following his thread and his journey through mm -hmm. parkour. Um, but yeah, I agree. He's he's he did some fat jumps in there. Mm. I a lot of it is closer to the ground level. Um, uh, doesn't make it less impressive, but it's hard to like compare it against the Capstone or Guy's Mutual Relaxo video. Mm. Um, but I loved it. I, I thought it was good. Uh, yeah, it still doesn't hold a candle to Matt's Matt's video, in my opinion, in terms mm -hmm. of like, oh, this is so, such a good video. Yeah. Um, you talk well, about it's tricky it? because when they all come on at the same time, too, we're like kind of forced yeah, to compare. Yeah, you're, you're forced to compare. Exactly, exactly. I don't like it because we're talking about two different styles. We're like, talking about... If, if they came out months apart, mm -hmm. I would be like, oh, sick. This is an awesome video, and I wouldn't even think yeah. to like compare it. But now it's like literally came out in the same week, so it's mm -hmm. like okay. Um, and I think this is, it's almost it's intended to be like that in a way because mm -hmm. of, I think largely because of store awards. Mm -hmm. um, the last one we got on here is Pariah Clan flinging muck, which yeah, it's an appropriate title. I would say that <laughs> the the biggest takeaway for me with uh, with with flinging muck was uh, just the amount of I, the amount of times I saw that the floor was wet, you know, the the ground was wet in and it was filmed fairly recently in in, in uh, wintry England. Yeah, so. yeah. So it's a cool, very cool concept with that. Uh, some of the some of the filming and editing was is just hard to to watch really. 
So not only was it was the ground wet in a lot of the, the clips, but a lot of it was shot in the dark. Yeah. And I think that's largely on purpose. Well, I don't know, like probably gets dark around 4.30 or mm-hmm. 5 p.m. or something like that, um, kind of like how it does here. And the ground never dries mm-hmm. up. Um, and yeah, I mean, there was a lot of use of like wide angle fisheye lens stuff and uh, I mean, it was it was it was a fun watch. I, it wasn't my favorite video by any means. I was. I almost feel like, like you said, it's really hard to kind of know what's happening, uh, half the video, uh, and it's n- not really my style of video. Like, I I've said this before, but I think like sometimes like some of the, some of the newer generations of athletes and parkour enthusiasts are really nerding out about crappy video quality <laughs> like they think it's they think it's cool and to me it just felt like crappy video quality for the whole video um yeah yeah i don't know it's uh it's always you know artistic interpretation because because one of the uh <laughs> film, i don't know i don't know their name but one of the filmmakers here is also doing gaps magazine and, oh yeah and i don't know if they're doing all the photography and artwork for that but there's some there's some I, I have no idea what Gaps Mag is about or anything. Um, I think it's a it's a cool name, and I think uh, the content that I've seen come out in terms of like photos and illustrations and stuff is very cool. Looks high quality. It I, looks I good. like that they're not trying to be journalists. I like that they're not trying to um, tell weird stories or stuff like that. I like that it's just. Just some some cool some cool features of events and photos and athletes. Yeah, um, I'm I'm intrigued by Gas Mag. I think that I think that could be a really cool um, outlet, uh, another cool medium for parkour mm-hmm. to be seen. I think in. they sold out of like their first issue. Did they? As well, okay. I don't I don't know or like it came up, but um, yeah, I was interested in and uh, I don't know someone someone get at us if if you know where I can get. A copy because I'm because I'm I'm interested in, in on the secondhand it. market. Yeah. <laughs> so just quickly going back to flinging muck, but mm-hmm. I think we're like, I mean, the the title like you said is appropriate. It, there was a lot of substandard landings, we'll say. <laughs> but it's well, like it's, 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 a, it's, it's a send like it's like it's a send video. Yeah, I know, and yeah. and I wonder if we're entering into a different era in parkour. Oh, we we where, totally are. <laughs> where like standards for like what counts is lower that's like dom's stay instead of stick is that a thing well like when he was here he was like landing on a wall Mm. not sticking it Mm -hmm. but staying on the wall and he's Mm -hmm. like yeah stay you know (laughs) (laughs) and and i think uh it's like yeah what happened to our high high standard you know Mm -hmm. and i think that's still present very like largely throughout the community Mm. um but this is clearly a video where they've dropped that standard yeah. and are just like happy with grungy, well, let me, let me put gritty this way. movement. Let me put this way and tell you how you feel about it. I was teaching some beginner kids yesterday. Yeah. And we're doing running pre's. And running pre's can get really boring. Yeah. They can get super boring. The thing is, like, I got multiple challenges set up for them to try. And, you know, we go over, they don't have a lot of patience for technique, obviously. But after they try a couple times, then and I present them, I say, you have two choices. You can try to do a harder challenge, but if you can't make it, what can we do with the challenge we got? And I said, we can make it neater. <laughs> and then, you know, we go into the technique and, you know, precision landing and, you know, what mm. it's all about. But it is kind of one of those things where if you're too focused <laughs> on being neater, you don't open up your ability to progress as much and I think that's like the the capstone argument and the, the argument for for just being more about send is that and but we, we also had this concept in parkour before where it was like once is never you know yeah but but that is that is kind of the difference is like if you're if you're too focused on making things neater you're limiting the energy you can expend on trying to progress and push further which also is just like an entirely different Oh, set this of is, skills and character traits too. This is a beautiful discussion here because it's like, it's the yin and yang, mm. right? It's mm. like it's you have 
<laughs> you have the send and you mm -hmm. have the control. Mm -hmm. And too much control means you don't do anything hard or risky. Mm -hmm. And too much send and you don't have any control. Yeah. And or, you or you can be a Daryl Stingley and too much control means your things don't look as impressive because it looks yeah. too easy. You, yeah. made it look, you made it look too easy all the time. Yeah, that's true. But also, I will say, like, and it's, it's a, a thing with him, too, whereas because, because they're also focused on that, I think he doesn't go into where he could potentially be pushing himself more. He, he's 100% disagree if he's watching this or listening. But, um, but, it's, but it's kind of like two problems. There's one, if you're too focused on, on being, being the neatest, <laughs> being the cleanest, your stuff's probably not going to look as as impressive because it doesn't sell as even to the trained eye doesn't sell as looking as hard. That's um, true. Yeah. And then also you may be limiting yourself from actually pushing yourself further because you're too hyper focused on on just making it like the cleanest you can. Yeah. But it's like you have to find the balance, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so with Pariah Clan, we, we clearly I think we're have, going too far, we clearly too far have, send yeah. and not mm -hmm. enough like mm -hmm. development and control. And maybe they do have a lot of control. And part of this is that they're doing it in suboptimal conditions. Mm -hmm. It's dark and wet outside. So, yeah. but I sent it. But like in the perfect conditions scenario, maybe they would focus on getting the clean stick and and control it better. We don't know. But based on this video, it looks like it's it's way more on the. Yang side? <laughs> I don't know. Which which one is the chaos and which one's the order? I don't know. But but yeah, it's like it's 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 the beautiful it's a beautiful discussion here because it's so true with parkour is you need that balance mm -hmm. of control and send. And you know, if you if you never send, you never do anything meaningful. Mm -hmm. But if you never if you don't have the control, then you risk going flying yeah. too close to the sun. Do you know what's funny too with this video coming out of the UK is that uh, Americans were always criticized as having the shit tech <laughs> and now we have, you know, a UK brand or UK team coming out with, we'll say questionable, <laughs> questionable technique and kind of being all about the scent and that, and that was a theme in Parkour for the longest time is like, it is all about the technique. And you can't come out and make videos like this. And you can't be like this. Power because, is nothing yeah. without control. Yeah. And so I, I do think we are ending, entering into, or already have entered into a new era where um, the the old heads, because you got you know the guys like Storer who are very much of that camp of the the power is nothing without control camp, who are applauding and a part of Capstone. Yeah. And a part of this movement of. Uh, that it's that it's okay to be as long as as long as you can make the argument that there was you know ten years of training and some control and some thought involved. It's totally defensible to land like shit. <laughs> yeah. Wow. To fling some muck. To fling some muck. Wow. That was beautiful. <laughs> this this is a really interesting conversation. I think uh, I. It's actually like been very enlightening to mm -hmm. me just thinking about it in this way. Like I'm really glad we talked about this Pariah Clan video because, uh, because it is it is eye opening and it's like at first like watching it I'm just kind of like ah it's just kind of just sloppy, you know. But now it's like maybe I can appreciate it for a different from a different perspective, and and maybe still not be into it. Mm -hmm but respect it in its own way. Yeah, I think I will say that one of the differences uh, that, that I would imagine, someone who back in the day was hating on Americans for having the bad tech, which has been debunked <laughs> several times, but someone back in the day who was making that argument, I think what it comes down to is whether or not someone looks trained. And so some of the, all the stuff you see in the Pariah Clan video, and uh, you know, I forgot to mention the athletes. Um, I don't remember them all that are in there. I think Joel and Yannick. I don't remember their last yeah. names. Though. And then what's, um, uh, damn it, homie, who's Jay, Jay Batrick's in there also yeah. too. So, um, so he's definitely trained, and and he actually looks pretty clean throughout the, yeah. the project too when he's in there. And the other two, I'm, I'm sure, are also definitely trained, and, and they look trained. It's just that some of the things they're pushing for, 
they're, they're they're bailing. They're you know they're they're eating it um, probably because they're trying to push push their boundaries quite a bit. And so may, maybe the difference is that it's defensible as long as as long as you look trained and that you know that you, that it can be defended. Because um, that's the whole like Justin Louis argument. If you want to get into there again, where it's like you know he's being talked about as someone who has, he has a decade worth plus worth of experience and he can do all these cool things and stomp things all the time, no problem. It's just that he's really trying to push outside of his comfort zone for this, and that's why he's landing like trash. If you like this video, <laughs> please like and subscribe. <laughs> If you want more discussions like this, please let us know in the comments what you want to hear us talk about. And I think with that, we'll end this STS yeah, episode. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, I liked it a lot. All right. All See right. you next week. <laughs>